Hey there, Lisa Schwartz here. Welcome to my podcast, Teach and Talk with Lisa, where we are unpacking biblical principles with everyday words and applying them to our everyday lives. This is our final episode in talking about mountaintop experiences. Um, I'm going to kick it right over to you and let's talk about another mountaintop experience. All right. You want to do Elisha? Yeah, let's do it. Elisha. Yeah. So Elisha. Yeah, Elisha. Yeah. So Elijah and Elijah, you know, if you... People get confused, so I'll help you. Uh, <laughs> Elijah has the the letter J in it, mm-hmm. and then you have Elisha. And so Elijah, because J in the alphabet comes before S, so that's the only difference in their name. J comes before S, so Elijah comes before Elisha. Mm-hmm. So that'll just help you di- differentiate the two. Good. Because they have very similar lives, and they also have very similar names. Yeah, so it yeah can and get, similar and it's very he similar. Gets, yeah, because he, yeah, he gets the double portion. He gets yeah, the double yeah. portion of his Yeah, name. Elisha has the, you know, the second guy has the the the, the second portion, the double portion of Elijah's. Uh, and so they have, because because of that, they have very similar miracles that happen. Mm-hmm. Both of these men have a a, a person that, that houses them in an upper room. So good. <laughs> That's just, I can't, you can't make this stuff up. You can't up. make this up. Yeah, yeah. So uh, the Shunammite woman is the one I want to talk about. So the Shunammite woman, so Elisha comes comes through town. Is this, I got the right one. Sometimes I even get them confused. Where am I at? Uh, yeah, the Shunammite woman. Yeah. Yeah, so it's uh, it's Elijah. Elijah. Yeah, Elijah. So the first guy. So so uh, she she senses that the that the mantle of God is in this man's life, and so he you know he's a traveling prophet, and so he mm-hmm. comes through town, and when he comes through town, she's smart enough to know I'm gonna. There you I'm go just, again. <laughs> smiling at the phrase, he's a traveling prophet because of some of the conversations we've had. But go ahead. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll think about that. Yeah. Um, I was like, hmm. yeah, another side thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So she builds this room for him. She's just smart enough to know if he stops here to have a meal, he'll spend the night if I build a room. And so she talks to her husband and she, she makes, she builds on an mm-hmm. upper room. Mm-hmm. And so there's this staircase involved, mm-hmm. you know, so there's these, you know, this, this room that she builds and it's such a, it's such a telling, uh, a, a, a picture of if we will have as much of God's presence as we make room for. Mm-hmm. If we just want God to come for for breakfast, we'll say our prayer and, mm-hmm. you know, he'll show up. But if you want him to stay all day, you know, prepare a place for him. And so that's what so she good. does. And so she prepared. That's what the Bible says. She prepares a place for him. You know, and it, it, it even describes, this is one of those things that jumps out at me. It describes that she, that she makes a, a table, a chair. A lamp, you know. She, she they describe, and I did a whole series on the things that she put in this room for the man of God. And uh, but it's just, it's just one of those. You'll have as much of God as you want. You know, you you are as close to so God good. as you want to be. Mm-hmm. You know, you you can blame it on Lisa not teaching you well enough, or your pastor, and you can hop churches all day long. You know, they're not feeding me there. You have as much food as you want to eat. It's you know, so you got your own Bible, so you got your own God. And so that that's another one of yeah. those things. But anyway, uh, yeah. So she she has as much of God as she wants because she makes a room. And so sure enough, so you know, Elisha represents Elijah and Elisha. They represent the presence of God, the anointing of God in the Old Testament. Mm-hmm. Because everywhere they went, these supernatural miracles happened. I mean, people are just coming back to life and just you know, mm-hmm. I mean, mm-hmm. Elijah has the power over rain and when it's going to rain and when it's not going to rain. It just you know, kingdoms rise and fall off of what these guys mm-hmm. say. And so she's like, I don't just want that down the road. I want it in my home. House. And so, so she good. builds a room. Oh. Why she didn't 
why she didn't just build a shack out back nope. is because wanted she wanted him, but she didn't just want him in. She wanted him as the top yep. of her house, the number one thing. So the neighbors see her, you know, what is she doing? What's, what's, we don't even know her name. You know, maybe her name's Sarah. What's old Sarah doing down there? They're, they're adding on. They must've won the lottery. <laughs> no, they're not adding on because of that. They're adding on because they want the presence of God. Mm -hmm. And so not only is it an elevated room, but it's also the time, the energy, the expense that it took this lady to build a room. She wasn't content with just having him drop by. She wanted him to live there. Yeah. And so, and so it, I just think it's so cool. It, it's not just an addition on the side. It's not a side God. Mm -hmm. It is the main God. It's, he's the top. He's the mm -hmm. number one of everything in her life. Mm -hmm. And so, so she does this. Sure enough, he comes and stays. Mm -hmm. You know, his servant comes. And then they realize she doesn't have a child. And so, you know, he says, mm -hmm. he says, you know, what, what can he ask his servant? I don't know why he just didn't talk to her, but anyway, probably culture. And so the servant says, you know, what, what can, what can God do for you? And, and she, I don't need anything. And then, and then they realize she doesn't have a child. And so, you know, Elijah, Elijah finds out. And so he, Elijah says to her, you know, about this time next year, you're going to have a child. And then she even says, don't tease me like that. Mm -hmm. You know, don't, don't, don't talk about stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And so that, that, that reveals what a, what a, uh, what a hurt. What a, yes, yeah. It's a, it's the, yeah, the the missing. The nerve. Yeah, yeah. That it's that it's that man in the Bible that Jesus says, "Stretch forth your hand, and it's withered." Mm -hmm. And as he, you know, calls attention to you know, I, I, you don't even see my hand. It's up in my robe. How do you even know? Yeah. But but he, you know, and that's what God does because He wants to move in the place where we're hurt the most. Mm -hmm. And so 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 He says to her, you know, about this time next year, you're going to have a son. And sure enough, it's exactly what happens. And and so she has a son. And uh, and then you know eventually there's there's a, this story changes where uh, where the boy dies, and and what does she do? She she carries that child mm. up to the upper room. The kid's got his own room. So good. You know he's got he's got his own place. She's got her room. I love it. She's got her. You know why doesn't she carry him to the doctor? Yeah, yeah. You know I mean. He's he dies. He's, the Bible says he comes home. He says, "My head, my head." He lays in her lap and he dies there. And it's the very thing she's afraid of. The very thing that she's you know she said to she said to him, "Don't tease me. Don't mm -hmm. don't you know don't mess with me in this area. This is this is a this is a tender place. Mm -hmm. And that's where but that's where God moves because God's not just mm -hmm. about fixing our problem. He wants to reveal Himself that's in right. it. He's not just about bring, bringing birth to a lady that can't have a baby." He wants to bring birth to her soul. That's good. And so, so okay. it's just such an incredible thing that, that it's, it's, it's just, it's not what we would normally do. We would not normally, be, because she said to him, don't tease me in this area. Mm -hmm. What we normally would do is we'd be like, well, I knew, I knew God was going to yep. let me down. I knew it was too good. I knew, yeah, I, I, I jinxed it. I shouldn't have said, I shouldn't have told anybody, right? <laughs> It's a, yeah. whole, it's a whole other thing. Yeah, yeah. I, I shouldn't have told anybody we had a baby. I shouldn't have made a big deal about it. You know, I got my hopes up, but mm -hmm. that's not what she did. She took her child to that upper room. So good. And she lays him, you could say she lays him in God's bed. Mm -hmm. And she said, here's what you gave me. Here's the broken part. It wasn't just a, a dead child. It was her. It was her dead emotions. It was it was that last hope, that last. Oh, I just. It's I, like a dead dream. Yeah, it's yeah. Every every mm -hmm. you know because you know ch children represent the Bible. A lot of times it represents ministry. It represents our legacy, our future. What's what God is bringing wow. out of us, right? And she takes that and she lays it on that bed, 
And I just can't imagine how, um, how difficult, you know, I spoke about this a little bit on the, at the Arise and, you know, just the, the steps. It wasn't, she wasn't climbing Mount Everest. Mm -hmm. She was just climbing, you know, one flight of stairs. Mm. Just one flight of stairs. But that was, but long that was flight of stairs. yeah, yeah, it was a long way mm -hmm. up. Carrying the weight. Yeah. Of the very point of your hurt and your wound right. and your grief and your problem and your child. Like, carrying, you've got to bring that up. Yeah. You got, but you got to take it to God. Yeah. You know, uh, once again, each step she takes up physically, each step you take, you exerting energy and you become less able to take the next step. Yeah. You know, if, if this steps went up mm -hmm. far enough, you wouldn't be able to physically make it if there was enough steps. And that she struggles up that staircase, mm -hmm. carrying, carrying the thing most precious to her. Yeah. And then she lays it on that bed and then she declares to those around her, it is well. <laughs> She What's says, that all about? yeah, she says, I need a donkey. I'm going to, I'm going to take a trip. And, and the servants are like, what's going on? What's wrong? Nothing's wrong. It is well. Mm -hmm. You know, how can it be well? Nothing's well. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Everything mm -hmm. is out of order. Yeah. Nothing is well in the natural, but she knows, okay, this is where God dwells when mm -hmm. he's here. But when he's not here, I've got to get to where he is. It's good. I've got to make, so I've got to climb another mountain. And mm -hmm. so she gets on that donkey. She tells the servant, you know, don't even slow down for me. You know, she's she's not made for riding donkeys. And, you know, donkeys are the worst possible. Donkeys don't really gallop like a horse does. Yeah. It's just trot, trot, trot. And so you're just shaking the whole way. And she's like, <laughs> she's like you know, a gallop, you know, you're, it's kind of smooth. You, you know, kind of get with the ride. Yeah, but when, you can't get into the, 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 the donkey rhythm. Yeah. <laughs> And so she gets to, you know, Elijah and he comes back and, you know, if you know the story, he comes back and then Elijah climbs those same stinking stairs. Mm. Can you imagine as ministers? Yeah. You know, when you've, when you've, when you've sold God, you, you, and I don't mean it as a, as a salesman, but in a way, you know, you're telling people how good God is mm -hmm. and how great he is. And they're coming to you and saying, but this is what God did. Mm -hmm. And it's not what we've sold. It's not what... Yeah. You know, but to 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 have that moment mm -hmm. of like, you know, because when when you're a minister, you you live on that edge of yeah. faith. You live on that. But this is what God said, mm -hmm. and everything doesn't look like that. But this is what God said, and so He has to climb those steps, mm -hmm. knowing there's a dead baby in His bed. Mm -hmm. You know, the thing that He prophesied just died. The thing yeah. that He declared that God was yeah. going to do, and so He had to come alongside. Yeah. Of God, even though God didn't make sense to him either. Yeah. But he yeah, knows. I love God. that you brought that up there because I think I think sometimes we hyper spiritualize the patriarchs and the prophets of the Old Testament. We've got to remember, just like you said, like they were wearing sandals, they were wearing a robe, they were he's he is just a human as well, under the right. function of the Holy Spirit. Every miracle that he does, every word that he prophesies, it all comes from one hundred percent man functioning completely under the unction of the Holy Spirit. Right. He is not God. The the rub of that yes. is so difficult. Mm -hmm. well, well, if you remember when, when the Shunammite woman gets to gets to where Elijah's at, mm -hmm. you know, 
Elijah sends Gehazi the prophet yeah. and he says, go see what's wrong. Something He knows something's wrong. Mm -hmm. he, he, the Lord lets him know that. Maybe it's because of how he'd never seen a donkey go that fast before <laughs> and somebody didn't fall off. Maybe that's what it was. But he could sense the urgency, but he says, God hasn't revealed to me what's wrong. Yeah. And yeah. so how, how can this be? You know, here's this. It's the, it doesn't make sense. How, you know, I, I, I obviously can't be anything wrong with the kid because that's what God wanted. Mm -hmm. But you got to know in the pit of his stomach. He knows. Mm -hmm. He knows this is this has got to be something with that child. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, she tells Gehazi, you know, it is well. Everything's good. But then she gets him out of the way. I got to see Elijah. And she mm -hmm. gets in presence of Elijah, tells him what's going on. Elijah comes back. He makes that journey up the steps. And I think this is the journey that, that anybody in ministry that's ever ever said God's going to heal somebody and then see them die. Mm -hmm. Anybody that's ever said God's going to provide and seen God not, not provide. provide. You know, you've promised the world. Mm -hmm. You've promised the word. And sometimes it seems like the word lets you down. Yeah, I love that you said that. I love that you said that because, you know, we, we're always talking about in my, in my class, like let's say the things that everybody's thinking, but we feel like we're not allowed to say right. Right? We feel like it's blasphemous to mm -hmm. say that. Mm -hmm. So I love that you said yeah. that. Yeah. Because we're all thinking that. Right, yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, we, we try to cover it up. Well, well, if somebody dies, you know, you pray for them to get healed, but they died. And then we cover it up with, well, they're in heaven, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. But sometimes they died because God wants to show us something else. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes there's even a bigger mm. thing that we would have never seen. Yeah. You know, I, I don't, I, you know, we don't know the intricacies of Elijah's life. We just get a little glimpse of it. Yeah. We don't, I mean, I wish we could put Elijah here and squeeze him in between us and he could tell us what God did in his yes. life when he made that journey. What was he working you know? out in you? Yeah. And yeah. so e even though, you know, in, in the Bible, there's these stories that we've been talking to, these mm -hmm. mountaintop stories, mm -hmm. there's every minister has to climb that mountain. Mm -hmm. Every minister has to climb that mountain of, of self-doubt, yes. of rejection, yes. of abandonment, of just the burden, the, the heaviness of ministry. Mm -hmm. And we have to, you know, as, as, as much of a struggle as it was for her to climb the stairs to put her baby on that bed, it was a struggle for Elijah. Mm. It was it was a coming to terms with, okay, God, why would you do this? Yeah. You know, what yeah. what is in the mind of God? Yeah. And he could just stay down at the bottom of the stairs and just say, well, I don't have an answer. Mm -hmm. But he had to climb the stairs. Yeah. You know? And so, and he does. And, you know, and the, the kid comes back to life. Praise <laughs> God. You know, I mean, what, what a miracle. And once again, it's one of those kind of like Jesus with the in the boat. You know, we don't know he can do. There's there's just things God can do that you don't even know he can do because you haven't had a big enough problem. Mm -hmm. There's there's trouble that we you know, mm -hmm. we we don't know God can fix that mm -hmm. because we we've just sat at the at the mm -hmm. valley and just dealt with it so and haven't climbed that mountain so with good. him and said, God, show me, reveal. You know, and that's what worship really is. It's not just a re. I mean, it's there's always an element of of. It reveals what God did for somebody else. Mm -hmm. But true worship is when we know what God's done for us. Yeah. That we He gives us that revelation. Mm -hmm. That we see God for ourselves face mm -hmm. to face. That mm -hmm. we see, you know, not just what God can do or done for mm -hmm. Lisa or done for Gary, but what God can do for me. Mm -hmm. You know, that yeah. that because that changes my life. I, I think he, he reveals himself and what God can can do for you but he also in that place starts to reveal what he wants to do through you yeah so when we think about you know uh, the you know recognizing i have this revelation of who god is and in that place and i i have a revelation of who i am 
And the more, mm -hmm. maybe I was thinking about where it says, um, delight yourself in the Lord and he will grant you the desires of your heart. And that you have these desires and these plans and these purposes of what you want to do, who you could be, who you should be, all the things you want to do. Um, but then when you have those revelations, it's not just God revealing to you your identity, your possibilities, but really you get a revelation of what I'm called to do and what makes me tick, what ticks yeah. me off and not just who he is for you, but who he wants to be through you. Through you. Yeah. And so when we talk about, like you've heard me say so many times, enforcing purpose, it's maximizing you, what you do and cultures around you because we're called to be influencers in the world. And I, you know, Elijah obviously had great impact on the culture, mm -hmm. a great impact in their home. And this was a place where his reputation it, everything was right. on the line. Everything was on right? the line, yeah. And God had to, he, he, God confirmed a lot of things, I'm sure, for Elijah. You talk about like his ministers and prophets and whatever your, whatever your ministry is or whatever you're called to do. There are moments where God will say, let's, let's see, let's see if you will believe what I have spoken right. in your life. Right. If you will believe it all the way through. Right. Abraham, do you really believe? Yeah, that I yeah. have called you to make a yeah. father or a nation. Even if I were to take Isaac away from you, would you still believe that you're going to be a father right. of a nation? So right. I can work that out. Yeah, yeah, because we it's so easy for us to believe when, when we can see it, but mm -hmm. when we can't see it. Mm -hmm. you know, it's easy for me to stand on the stage and have you know people in the audience and just proclaim God's goodness and all that kind of stuff. But when you step off the stage and you get down in the mess with where, with where, where it's at, where everybody's mm -hmm. living, and someone questions and says, well, God didn't heal my child. Mm-hmm. You know, that's where the rubber meets yes. the road, you know, mm -hmm. and, and to try to process that. Mm -hmm. You know, what, what is God saying now mm -hmm. to just to establish once and for all in our lives that God is good, mm -hmm. that he is always good, no matter if it looks good or not. You know, mm -hmm. he's always good and he's always good to me. Everything that bring he is, if it's coming from God, it's going to be good. Mm -hmm. Even like you said earlier, we, we when we try to di differentiate what's good and bad, we're going to mess up because we're going to look at the bad stuff and say, well, this can't be from God. <clears throat> And we'll mm -hmm. run away from it mm -hmm. when it very well could be the mountain we need to climb Amen. to see God in Amen. a way we've never seen Amen. him before. Amen. Yeah. It goes back to that story where God led them. And I, I preached a message one time when God led them across the lake. Jesus said, go across the lake. And led them right into the midst of a storm. And isn't it true when we get into that place where like, I must have heard wrong. Exactly. Yeah. I, yeah. Why would this, it must not have been God. And yeah. so we, we retreat instead of going, no, the storm is, is exactly where God Send us navigated into the storm. me into right, the storm. And right. We don't like that story. No, no. I, I don't like that story. No. I, don't, I don't like the story of John being, John the Baptist being beheaded. I don't understand. Yeah, like, yeah. Why, why was he beheaded? James beheaded, but, but you rescued Peter. Yeah. I, I don't understand. Uh, yeah. But yeah, there's, we have no, we have no answer, by the uh, way. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're yeah. not having an answer. That's the whole point is that this is all, it's, it's really not about understanding or having knowledge of. It's about building a, a rapport with God and having a knowing in your knower that I don't need to know. Right. Because I know I know him. Right. So I don't need to know all of these things. I know my God. Yeah. Well, that goes right back to where we started, yeah. the intellectual side of yes. us. Yes. Our knower wants to know, mm -hmm. you know, and that's because of the curse of the Garden of Eden. Mm -hmm. You know, mm -hmm. that's what that's why we're eating of the tree, the yeah. knowledge of good and evil. If you have to know it, then it's maybe not God in it. You mm -hmm. know, if you have to have all the answers, mm -hmm. that, that's that's from you know we we elevate right 
<laughs> we elevate, and I'm not saying you should be dumb. I'm not saying you shouldn't study. The Bible says to study. Yes. But we elevate knowledge, yeah. and we de we de we deescalate. Yeah, like, that works. We, uh, we, yeah, we, we lower the trusting in the spirit. Yeah. You know, well, that's a child. Yeah, it's just child. But it's childlike faith mm -hmm. that gets us to God. Yeah. It's not that we have all the answers. Yeah. You have all the answers. You don't need God. Yeah, and, and you have the and I mean, people will talk about you know that's just sensationalism and all that stuff. And I'm like, I don't. So not to be super weird, but a lot of times I compare it to uh, your relationship with your spouse. If all I ever do is spend time with Brad and get to know Brad and I know everything about Brad, but we never are intimate with one another, our marriage is missing out. Mm -hmm. You know, and you've got to have that balance of both. Like I want to know him. I want to have knowledge of what he likes. What kind of Meat does he like this and that and the other thing, but there's got to be those moments where it is sensationalism. I'm right, experiencing right. him and right. we're coming in, and I don't, I don't understand why it it has to always be like, oh, that's just sensationalism. And all you ever do is experience God and da 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 da, da all these things. And I'm like, yeah, the opposite is true as well. If all you have is knowledge and you never experience, forgive my, the orgasm of the spirit, where right. you just really have this peaking moment where God is with you. And you, yes, that's sensationalism, and yeah. I'm not going to apologize for that. It's sensational. Yeah. God is sensational. What <laughs> like, is? Yeah. Yeah. What? Yeah. Yeah. Because the other, the other side of the coin is I never experienced God. Right. Because if, if we, if we say experiencing and, but I feel God, very or, safe. Right. Right. Because I can control this. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because it all makes sense up here. Mm -hmm. You know. And if it all makes sense up here, I'll just tell you, it's not God. Mm -hmm. If if you feel like if you feel like you're you're accomplishing God's will because you had it all figured out and you had it all planned out and everything fell into place, then mm -hmm. you're gonna you accomplish your will. Mm -hmm. Let's be real. Mm -hmm. It has. If if God's in it, you're not gonna have the answers. Mm -hmm. If God's in it, it's not gonna make mm -hmm. sense. That's one of the ways you know God is in it, or, mm -hmm. or you're just flat crazy, which mm -hmm. could be. But if God's in it, if God's in it, I mean, you can't find a, a, a story in the Bible that makes sense mm -hmm. until afterwards. I mean, mm -hmm. what was it? I, he puts mud in a dude's eye. Who does that? You know, mm -hmm. that makes no sense. Go dip in the Jordan River. There's plenty of other rivers. Mm -hmm. Why don't I go to the pool where it's clean? Why do I got to go to that river? Mm -hmm. If it makes sense, it's not God, mm -hmm. you know, because God's going to have it make sense when you trust him. Once again, you climb that mountain mm -hmm. and then then the land's revealed. Mm -hmm. God mm -hmm. could have told Abraham, there's a lamb up there. Mm -hmm. Just climb up there. Just go with me on this. We're just trying to scare Isaac. You know, I'm just trying to give you a shock value to your spiritual man. You know, I'm just trying to mess you up a little. But, you know, wink, wink, there's a lamb up there. You don't really have to kill him. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, in Hebrews, it says that 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 Abraham believed he was going to kill his kid and God was going to bring him back to life. That's where, his, that's where his faith was, yeah. that God was going to resurrect him. Mm -hmm. And so he that's why he could do it. He's mm -hmm. like, well, God's going to resurrect mm -hmm. him. But even in that... God could have done that, but yeah. because Moses, because Abraham thought of it, mm -hmm. now God can't do it. That's right, because <laughs> mm. it's an Abraham idea. So uh, now, so now, now God, look, yeah. well, can't do that. We got to come up with another plan. Of course, God had the plan all along. Oh, that's good. Yeah, it's real good. Yeah. So as we're closing, let's let's presume because I'm sure there are people who have followed along this entire season or sit series. You think so? And uh, I'm sure there have been. Okay. Um, but. They're now kind of like, okay, so what does that look for me? How do I get into the upper room? Like, how do mm -hmm. I get into the presence? How do I have a mountaintop experience? What does that look like practically? What kind of 
counsel, what kind of advice, what kind of prompting would you give them to really start cultivating these kinds of experiences? Because I think you hit the nail on the head where it's like, look, God has given you the authority to navigate the kinds of experiences you have. And when the woman mm -hmm. with the issue of blood, she said, I know that if I reach out and touch right. the edge, I, she predetermined the encounter. She would Yeah, she prophesied with. what God was yes. going to do. Yes, yes. So, you know, I, I think that was an important piece. So I'd love to hear you just kind of throw yeah. out some thoughts. So, uh, so great segue. Mm -hmm. uh, so the, one of the last upper things that happens is the upper room. Okay. Okay. Yeah. And so what do they do in the upper room? They don't, they, it doesn't say they go up there and read the Bible for 14 hours and get a brownie point by God because, well, we read the Bible. They don't have the Bible to read. Mm -hmm. They have Genesis through, you know, the five, the first five books is mm -hmm. the most they've got. They're, they're writing the Bible, so they don't even have it to read, <laughs> yeah. right? They're uh, living it out. Exactly. Yeah. If they only knew, they, yeah. they might have, you know, Peter might have said a few less things if he knew it was going to all be written in a book. <laughs> <laughs> he, he might have not been so mouthy. Uh, yeah, so what do they do? The Bible says that you tarry, you go and wait. It's good. You know, and one of the biggest things about worship is when you're in that difficult time that you wait on God. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, you know, mm -hmm. and there's different, I've heard different people talk about that. Sometimes it's waiting is just, you know, like, okay, God, let's, let's get this done, you know, but it's mm -hmm. more of a, a calm in my spirit. I'm going to, I'm going to give God time. Other times I heard, I've heard people talk about it and the waiting is like a waitress or a waiter that they actually come and they serve God. That's and good. that's where you just go to God and say, God, you know, I'm, I, I know, I know it's coming, but I've got to talk about how great you are. You know, worship mm -hmm. for me is really just lifting up, yeah. you know, just telling God who he is. God, you are such an amazing God. I don't know how you figure all this out. I don't know how you, how you, you know, heal and, you know, and just begin to just talk about the good things. You know, God, you're a God that heals. You're a God that delivers. And just spend some time just telling God who he is, good. declaring who he I is. I agree, God, and, you are. Yeah, and just God, you, it's not, mm -hmm. you're not, you're not, well, God, you said this, and how come it didn't happen? It's like, God, I know you told me that this was mm -hmm. going to be okay. I know you said this. And, and so I'm just waiting, God. And it's, so it's being that humble waiter. That's good. That being that humble uh, person that you're in the presence of God, and you're saying to God, God, I know you can, but until you will, I'm just going to wait. I'm just going to tarry. Mm -hmm. the, 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 the book of Acts, they're tarrying and they're waiting on power. Mm -hmm. They have no idea what they're waiting on. Mm -hmm. what, is, what does that look like? <laughs> okay, no idea what's about to hit you know, Somebody knocks on the door. Is this it? Is the power here? Mm -hmm. What is power? What does that mm -hmm. look like? They don't even have a clue what they're waiting on. Mm -hmm. But when, when God shows up, That's you so will bad. know. You will know. And so, you know, when I talk about climbing that mountain, it's it's taking your sacrifice, whether, you know, some of the stories, it's somebody that's dead or it's a calling. It's it's God's told me to do something. I, I know this is what God said. And so I'm just going to take that back to God and say, God, I don't know how. I don't know where and why. And I don't know what that really looks like. So until I know, I'm just going to sit here at your feet. I'm just going to, I'm going to be Mary and Martha, maybe, you know, mm -hmm. I'm going to, I'm going to be reading, I'm going to be studying and I'm going to be serving you. Mm -hmm. What do you need, God? What, what do I need to do? You know, patience, the thing with patience is, somebody said this to me a while back. The thing with patience is it's not just waiting. It's what you do while you wait. Yeah. It's the attitude you have while you're waiting. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, cause climbing that mountain for a guy, that's like, okay, I've got this next step and we, we can see it. You know, we see the top. 
but the spiritual mountains that we're climbing, they don't have a they don't have a top. We don't know we don't know until you get there. Yeah, it's, yeah. And I'll let you know when you get there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Moses, Moses at the burning bush. God says he says to Moses, I want you to go get the people out of Egypt. And he's like, Well, how how do I know you're telling me? Because when you do what I said, you'll be right back here at this mountain. <laughs> yeah. Wait a minute. You mean when I've accomplished it, I'll know because I've accomplished mm -hmm. it? Yes, exactly. Yeah. Doesn't that yeah. make perfect sense? Yeah. Not at all. No, not physical. at all. Yeah, yeah. So, so when I talk about climbing the mountain, it's just having those times where we, where we get along with God, and mm -hmm. we're just like, God, I don't have the answer. I don't know what to do, uh, but I'm just going to hang out with you, and mm -hmm. I'm just going to talk about how mm -hmm. great you are, and and I'm going to let you heal because what I've discovered in my life, the more I brag about God, the more it becomes real in me. It's so good. The more I talk about God's healing, the more healed I am. Mm -hmm. The more I talk about God's provision, the more provided I am. The more I elevate God, yeah. it, it becomes elevated in my mm -hmm. life. Mm -hmm. And and you know the other thing is, is when you're in that time of waiting, that you're saying, God, show me, reveal to me what you want to show me about that. What mm -hmm. what in me, what what in me needs to be revealed? What needs to change in me that's brought this circumstance on? That's that what, what you? I know you're allowing this, and I know mm -hmm. you're good, and I know you have a purpose. But what is it you're trying to show me? Mm -hmm. Reveal to me. You know, uh, I've alluded to it two or three times uh, when when I was going through just a, a, you know what, what I would describe as just hell on earth. Uh, I called my pastor friend and he said, he said, Gary, I want you to get you, he said, get you a yellow notebook or a yellow legal pad. He goes, sit down with the pen and say, God, what did, what did I do? Or what, what, what is it you're trying? No, he said, mm -hmm. what, what is it? What is it you want to show me? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I thought, I thought it was all the other person, mm -hmm. you know, and, and, and he, I wrote down 13 things in just a matter of like 10 minutes mm -hmm. of things God wanted to show me and things so God good. wanted to change in so me. Good. Cause I, you know, like you said the other day, people come for counseling, but they don't bring a pen and paper. It's like, yeah. what? What you're gonna? Re I'm, I'm fixing to block, drop some bombs on you, yeah. and you're just gonna. You're, what you're, you're just gonna remember? I'm gonna yeah. talk for an hour, and you're gonna. You're just gonna know it all. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you should have brought some paper, buddy. Yeah, yeah. And so when we go to God, we go to, for prayer. If if He doesn't instantly answer the prayer, then He's trying to change us. That's good. And so we need to say, okay, God, what is it in me you want to change? What is it in me that you want? to reveal because mm -hmm. I, I know there's something you want to reveal me. So what is it? Show me that. That's and so the good. quicker, the quicker, a lot of times, the quicker he, he accomplishes his work in us, the situation changes. Yeah. Yeah. There's people that are Because that's really what he's interested in. Yeah, that's exactly He's interested right. in changing you. Yeah. Yeah. I just think about Hagar in the wilderness and God meets her there. He finds her. He talks to her and then he sends her back to a really crappy situation. Right. She yeah. was like mis mistreated, treated harshly. Right. He's like, go back. Go back. Yeah. And go he's back like, to the same thing. Yeah. But I guarantee yeah. you she had a new perspective. Sure she did. Because yeah. she had an encounter with God. She had an encounter with God. Yeah. Mm -hmm. She had the presence of God. Because there, there was water right there. She thought I was going to die. There was mm -hmm. water right there the whole time. She just didn't see yep. it. Yeah. There was, yeah. There was another lamb caught in the thicket. <laughs> he came in one moment, but he appeared in another. You know? Yeah. Yeah. So we talk about, I spoke a message a couple of uh, weeks ago, on, it's called the Aha of the Kingdom, and it's all about the Malach Yahweh, the angel of the Lord, when he comes, the theophany of Christ in the Old Testament, in all the places how typically there was, he came and then he appeared. Mm. And how his, and so I think that we, on our faith, when you were talking about this tearing and staying in there, and I think it was actually at one of the prayer meetings when I was talking about the... Um, Mary at the tomb and how Peter and John came and they ran and they saw and he was missing and then they took off but she hung around. She hung around, yeah. And she yeah. appeared a second and there was an expectation and she was like, I'm looking for Jesus. 
I'm looking for my Savior. Right, right. And I'm thinking about in Hebrews where it says, He is a rewarder of those who earnestly and diligently seek oh, Him. Oh, I see. That's so good. And kind yeah. of getting in a place where you're like, I'm not leaving here until I get the reward of finding you. If yeah, you yeah. seek me, I will be found by you. It says that in Jeremiah 33, 3. And I will show you great yeah, in my things. things. Things that have been walled about, things that have been things mm -hmm. that you have not known. Mm -hmm. And in some regard, I love that you're like, look, you have to, we have to be patient and wait, which that, that word wait in the Hebrew actually means to be twisted up with. Mm. So it's good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah so I always yeah. think of like, a, you know, like those bread twisties. So <laughs> right. like this, and by the right. time you get to the end, you're like, is this this one or is this this one? You don't know which one's which, which one is yeah, become one, up. right? right. Yeah. Yeah. So when we're waiting, we have this picture of just be getting twisted up in God's character and his yeah. person and his yeah. presence and in his love to where we just become one with him. And and that that to me is this picture of just tearing and saying, I'm not leaving until you bless me. Right. I'm not letting right. you go. Right. You yeah. know? Yeah. I don't know which way to say it, but there's uh, you're, you're either in the light, but you've never seen the light, or you've seen the light, but you're not in the light. Because mm. in, in Genesis, you know, in the, begin, the beginning, God mm -hmm. created the heavens and the mm -hmm. earth. And he said, let there be light. Mm -hmm. But then it was like three or four days later, he created the sun. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And so, so wait a minute. Because <laughs> we always see the sun as the light. Right. You know, that big ball of flame. Mm -hmm. But there was light before there was the sun. Mm -hmm. You know, and so we can be in the light and not really have ever seen the light. Or it's we can so see good. the light and never be in the light. It's so good. You know, because there's there's stuff always stuff going on around us. There's always this supernatural realm yeah. that, that God because God is he's he's the, he's a good God. Yeah. And he's always trying to bring it to our good and his glory. Mm -hmm. And if we're not careful, we'll be at the base of the mountain making earring cows instead of and saying seeing, this is my this is saying this is this is God. This is the God that saved me. Mm -hmm. Instead of realizing it's the God on the mountain, but he also wants to be the God in the valley. He wants to, but we got to climb up there. Yeah. We got to get in his presence. And it takes time. It takes effort. It's not just going to happen. You're not going to get in. I mean, once again, here comes the hate mail. Uh, you can be driving out of your car. You can be driving down the road and God's, and God's presence just fills your car. I, mm -hmm. I get that. I've had that. I've had to pull over to the side yeah. of the road, yeah. you know, but those aren't, those aren't the things that just happen every day, mm -hmm. you know. The real intimate moments I've had with God yeah. is when I'm purposeful, I'm intentional. And I say, you know what, God, I, I, I've just got to, I've got to change my calendar because mm -hmm. I've got to hear from you. I've got to get in your presence. Yeah. And when I do that, He always shows up. Mm. He's always there. He's such a good God. Mm -hmm. If I'll climb the mountain, I'm not going to get up there and go, "What? Nothing's here." <laughs> you know, you get yeah. up there and God's there. Mm -hmm. You know, it's just, it's, He's just a loving God. I remember when I was first, actually right after I had been saved, I, there was this girl that would come to our Bible study, and this was before I even knew anything about the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And she kept saying, and God said this, and then God said that. And she had come from the mission field. Clearly, she was baptized in the Spirit, and we, we were like, this lady's weird. We don't know. <laughs> Anyways, I remember being very, thinking it was very peculiar that she clearly heard God, you know. Mm -hmm. And so I remember going up to her afterwards, and I was like, you keep saying these. I heard God. I hear God. And like, how do you hear from God? And she said, well, in a nutshell, I'm going to give you two pieces of advice. You have to be very quiet and you have to be willing to wait. Wow. And I was like, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, spot on. That's exactly I mean, right. John 15, yeah. we abide yeah. in him. Abide, yeah. Live, you dwell. Tarry, yeah. hang out. Yeah. Not leaving until I get me some. That's right. Because if, yeah. if I don't find you, God, I can't go on. Right. Yeah. I can't go on. Yeah.
All right, you guys, this sums up this series talking about mountaintop experiences. I hope you loved it. Remember, enforcing purpose, it starts with you. I hope you enjoyed this episode. You can also find me on YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, or you can check out my other podcast show, Enforcing Purpose with Lisa Schwartz. For general information or resources, head to my website at www.lisa-schwartz.com. Thanks for listening.